Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now, in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Welcome back to the My Opinion Podcast and happy Motivation Monday. Today I have the success whisperer with me. Her name is Lori Hansen. Lori, welcome to My Opinion. Thank you so much for having me, Maya. I'm thrilled to be here. So I am so excited to have you here, Lori. Lori is not just the success whisperer. She is a keynote speaker. She is an award-winning author. I could go on and on, but Lori, again, you have accomplished so much. So congratulations, and we're excited to have you here today. Thank Tell you. us a little bit in your own words about uh, what you're up to now and um, yeah, what you're doing. You're doing so much for women. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, I am, it took a long time, as they say, right? So uh, I am dedicated to supporting and, and fostering the voices of female leaders and executives. That's really what I do. I noticed recently by looking at a lot of the clients that I'd coached, that very successful women, leaders and executives were still struggling to get their voice in the room, still struggling to ask for what they want, struggling to ask for that raise or have the courage to go start their own business or their nonprofit. And so I just in the last couple of years have come into this whole thing, which we'll talk about today, which is really gaining your confidence, learning to amplify your voice. And a fun thing that we'll get to as well, I have a thing for wolves, and uh, there's a Malamute laying right there in the other room. And, and so I like to talk about leadership from the perspective of the pack. So just a sliver of, of what I'm up to now. Uh, just a sliver, just a sliver, Lori. <laughs> You're up to a lot. I loved looking at your webpage and like, you know, finding out more about you because guys, she has so much to offer. We're going to learn so much today. And I didn't mention this earlier, but you guys get to hear this. I love wolves as well. And I love oh, the whole, like wolf pack, you know, thing. And my husband is actually Native American. So there's a lot of that going nice. on as well. And, you know, I very much think of myself as a wolf with like work patterns. So I'm like, okay, yep. we were meant to connect Lori. And before we got on guys, Lori was actually uh, talking about amplify your voice, empower your life. So I love this phrase that you have. Thank you. Do you want to tell us, let's dive into that. Let's talk a little bit about okay. amplify your voice, empower your life. Talk about this with us. I know it's dealing with confidence, but let's dive into that because that really fascinates me. Yes. Thank you. Well, A, I love the whole wolf thing. So I, I do a lot around the whole alpha female, but the amplify your voice, empower your life is really the stepping stone. And I mentioned, I just started a, a four-week class yesterday with some gals uh, that found me through a speech I did a couple of weeks ago, tying those dot knots together. And, and it's really about, so, so I'll tell you going all the way back, I didn't come into the career or come into the teenage years or college or any of that with a ton of confidence. I actually, and I wear this little medallion that says, I am enough. 
you know, how many of us come up with that issue? And there was a gal on the call yesterday. So, you know, I just never have felt like I'm enough. She was, you know, she was in her, I would say easily in her fifties. So this is something that I've seen and it, and it just breaks my heart because I've been through it to see women that are so talented that don't yet have the courage or confidence to speak up, ask for what you want and gain that trust and respect that you want in the workplace. So that's the crux of it is how do I gain, not earn, how do I gain more trust and respect in the workplace? Okay, so now as I get better at that, hmm, you know what? My, my marriage or my relationship is improving. And oh, relationships, we're whole human beings, right? And so that energy carries us forward. So as we start to work in one area, and I have a five-step voice process, V-O-I-C-E, the value, I'll tell you step number one is value. So how many women do you know that don't own their value, common, right? We're busy taking care of everybody else. So learning how to amplify your voice, turning up your confidence, and then that leads you to a place where it really empowers your life. And, and so I, I, I'm all about no limits. So you have no limits. And what is it that's your next level? How do we get you there? So that's that amplify your voice, get that confidence up, ask for what you want, and let's help you reach the next level. That's that trajectory that, that I love because, and I'll just end with this, I'm, I'm all about mindset and success, all about mindset and success. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I mean, it's just empowering to hear that and the fact that you have voice and I love that. And the fact that you're talking about value, because I, I don't know about you guys listening, but for me, I am sitting here, I'm 35. And to hear that a woman at 50 is still, you know, questioning some of you guys listening might be in your fifties, you know, and, you know, questioning, I are saying, I never felt like I'm enough. Right. Or, and I think that is really common. I think it, it happens to us as women because we get in our heads a lot. We, as you mentioned, Lori, we, mindset is something that comes up all the time on my podcast. Yeah. So I love that you deal with this. And it's really not, in my opinion, it's just not as easy as saying, I, I am happy today. I am this. It's work. It's work, right? Like what you're saying. And I love that you wear a necklace that says, I am enough. I love that. So I want to hear from you, Lori, because you have clearly done the work and yes. now you're awesome. giving back and helping others, right? I love that you wear this necklace. I'm obsessed now. But what was your, so what was your moment? What was your turning point? Because if you, I mean, we don't come out of the womb guys going, I'm enough, I'm confident. You know, there's things that happen to us. So tell us a little bit about your journey to this, Lori, and now giving back and helping women feel like they're enough, know they're enough and feel confident enough, keyword confidence there, right? Yes. To speak up, tell us your journey because this is huge that you're giving this to women. Oh, thank you. I do want to segue into that by saying, so there's a slide that I had on my keynote. Yeah baby sleeping. It's like right here, you have no beliefs, you have no habits, you have no patterns. And those first seven years, we're just observing. We don't even have a conscious brain until the age of seven. Wow. Yeah. Out of time to be absorbing all that. So my, my story, my kind of coming up and, and moving through, as I mentioned, even in the teenage years, it was all about not ever being enough. 
I never felt, I was never one, number one. I never made the gym team. My sister did. I never made first chair violinist. I made second. I was a very, very accomplished violinist growing up. And then I went to work. So all of these themes for me, I never was the number one salesperson. I was in corporate for years. I was very successful, but I was never enough to be that top person. Mindset, oh my gosh. You know, so I dogged myself for years and we won't go down this path, but I had bulimia for over 25 years. And when I started my business in 2008, it was to serve teens and women with eating disorders. And that's, you know, I realized through that process, that's not what I'm here for. And I felt really pulled to go back and help women who live like I used to, no off switch, right? Gotta go, gotta work harder, haven't worked hard enough. So this for me was a long process. And as you say, I did the work, I've invested a lot in myself and and I won't tell the whole story right now, but basically through a series of events and trying to start my own company, I ended up doing even more work on my mindset. So I'm a big Jack Canfield groupie, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Mm-hmm. And I heard about Jack before those books became a hit. Wow. That's when I started to learn about self-esteem and set goals and achieve them. And boy, did that feel good, right? And uh, so, so it started then, but... It really was, there was a situation at work and I love to tell this story. So my boss brought me in every week for a status meeting. And every week she'd be like, hello, this is Louise. How can I help? She would answer the phone two or three times and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, dude. So I got up my nerve and I was sitting, you know, my hands were shaking and I was sitting there and I had decided I had to confront her. So she hung up the phone like seven minutes later. I mean, it wasn't like it was quick. And I just said, I need to talk to you about something. She's like, yeah, what is it? And I said, every week you ask me to come in here to have a status meeting. And every week you answer the phone two or three times. And it's like, my time isn't important. She's like, I have, oh, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I never thought about it this way. You're right. This is your time. It won't happen again. Boom, right? That was the start of me beginning to build some confidence and, and that was, you know, so that was coming, we won't go too far here. That was coming directly out of an abusive marriage. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, that was back in the 90s. So that was the step, but it took me a long time to really understand who I was and, and what I'm teaching now, because what it took me to learn, what's unique about me? So this is where I get into my whole, you know, alpha female Alpha, alpha bitches, right? I mean, I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And my stress survival kit for the alpha female that's called business and bitches. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So I like to have fun with it. I like to be a little irreverent and really help people to find what I did, which is, you know what? You have no limits. That's really where it starts is understanding you have no limits. Okay, well, how do I digest that? It starts with awareness. You've got to slow down. You've got to look at yourself, observe what's going on. By the way, observe is, is the O in voice. I was going to say, wait, is that coming in voice? I was like, hang on. <laughs> yep, love it. So, so, you know, instead of waking up and running, running, running and going, 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 you've got to slow down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's really 
where it starts is, is, and, and I am, oh my gosh, I'm so much different now than I was when I was your age. Very, very, very different. Yeah. I don't even recognize that girl at this stage. So that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Hey everyone. It's Maya, the host of the, my opinion podcast, the leadership podcast for women. I hope you're enjoying this incredible episode of the podcast. Now, you can learn more about leadership and how to be the leader of your life. You can click on the show notes right now and download your guide on how to be the leader of your life written by me, Maya Roffler. We'll go over the four pillars of how to be the leader of your life. We'll review your values, your mission, not only your purpose, but your purposes and your vision. And as a bonus within the guide, you will actually get a 15 minute complimentary call with me, Maya, to talk about how you can become the leader of your life. So download the guide right now and enjoy the rest of this podcast episode. Yeah, it's um, I just what I love. I want to back up to your story and that moment where you were standing up to your boss and like that's huge. I. I'm sure you guys listening are thinking like, I wish I could do that right now. Or maybe you have that moment and that's a turning point. But like you and I were talking about Lori and you guys who are listening, no, I always ask this. When did you kind of step into your leadership or what was that turning point? I'm sure. I don't think there's always, you know, as you get older and go through life, you know, I have a couple different moments when I stepped into my leadership. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a branch or a limb here and say that was definitely one of those moments for you, Lori, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the big thing was in that moment, when she said, thank you for telling me, I I, I had to, you know, because here's the thing, I didn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Bet you that there are ladies listening who grew up like I did, you know, oh my God, what am I in trouble for today? Oh my God. When, you know, emails, I used to, when I was in corporate, I would open email and go, what am I in trouble for today? Yeah. How are you empowered when you're constantly worried about being in trouble, but I, you know, also I was in trouble from a wee one because I just wasn't like, wasn't like everybody else. So that's some really heavy energy to carry around when you're constantly worried about being in trouble. I absolutely love, I'm like bowing down to you right now, Lori. I love what you just added there because I am feeling all of the emotions that I used to have in corporate America. I started in corporate very young at 22 and I carried those emotions up until I decided enough and went out on my own. And now I'm my own boss. So it's like, I'm, you know, I have to be talk about mindset. I can't beat myself up. That's a whole other thing, right? That's a whole other shift. But I know exactly what you're talking about where I was like, okay, what am I in trouble with today? What am I going to, you know, I haven't gotten this done. I haven't. And like, uh, that was a big wake up call for me. I know exactly what you're talking about because I, going back, I connect with your story as a child as well and growing up because there were times that, you know, I remember I talk about this on a solo episode where if I go back, I was an incredible like gymnast and cheerleader. And Mm. my sister made the cheerleading squad in middle school and I didn't, it was bizarre. And then I went on to be the youngest like varsity cheerleader in high school, like these weird rejections and like just random things that would happen in my life Mm -hmm. in high school. I didn't really do well, but then college I was in like, I was like sixth in my class, like very weird things. And I look back and that really messed with my 
confidence though. And like how I felt about myself and my worth. And it's still something. And I want you guys listening to know this, like just because, you know, I've come so far, doesn't mean that I don't still have very far to go because this is a, like, it's a lifelong thing that you it's, work it's a, on. It's a journey as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I, I connect had, with that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't want to dig on her, but I had an older sister, you know, that, that straight A student, popular, all that. I was never that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so my joke is I never made straight A's, but I was studying B-O-Y-S. So I didn't care, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but taking it back to that, if I need, if a boy liked me, I was enough. How horrible is that? You don't realize it at the time, but I have my, my niece is 16. Oh my gosh. I have, I have to share a funny. So this is where the headset is, right? So I, I took them to Chicago right before the pandemic hit uh, because I grew up in Chicago and I love downtown Chicago in the in the Christmas time and going to see the Christmas trees from around the world that is in the museum. And so I asked her last year, I said, so you remember our trip to Chicago? Yeah. So what was your favorite thing about the trip? She goes, um, I think what I wore. <laughs> really? This is what's important to you. I mean, what, you know, I think everybody listening will relate to that, right? When we're young, we just are not plugged in into those other, into those other things. But, but there's that whole element of, there are people that are always super, super successful. So like I said, I bounced, I, um, I, I just never was that never popular, never any of that. And because of that, so my, my bulimia started at age 14. So my first book is called, it's out of print because it's not really, you know, what I'm doing now, but it was called, it started with Pop-Tarts an alternative approach to winning the battle of bulimia. So 14, that was what the binging started with, but I had so little confidence in myself that I bounced her. I was in three different schools for high school. Well, how wow. do you finish anything, you know, there, I went to two different colleges. I just, I, I, and, and I want to share this too, because I think some other gals listening will probably relate. I just never found where I fit mm-hmm. until the last six, seven years. That's powerful. So, you know, it, it just, it was a lifetime of, man, where do I fit? Cause I don't fit there. I don't fit there. I don't fit there. But, but where does that come from? Maya? it starts inside. Yes. And that's very powerful what you're saying, Lori. Oh, I love that you said this. This is so amazing because to go back to, to my experience, people have heard my podcast and hear things that like we're talking about today. And my listeners are probably still like, what if some of them knew me when I was younger and they're like on the outside, they would have been like, what? Like here I am cheerleader high school. I was miserable. I missed like 80 something days my senior year because I was miserable. I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing, drinking drugs, you name it. I was not a happy person, self-medicating. And yeah, it took me till my thirties. And now I really feel like I know myself. I love myself. And I had to really go through a traumatic event to understand. And I, and that's evolving. I still don't feel like I'm fully 100% myself. Um, but I connect with people like yourself, Lori, because Mm -hmm. this is more my tribe now. It was not 
that. And it's shocking for people, but I think it's inspirational. I hope it's inspirational for you guys listening because it's okay that that wasn't your tribe or your people or where you fit. And it's okay if you don't have it figured out at 21 or 15 or 35 or 45, you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. And to your point, it's a journey. And I really love that. And I appreciate you sharing so vulnerably because I think vulnerability is strength. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. And if I can't be, so A, I, I do walk my talk. You know, I'm all, all about that. And I'm, you know, so when I am working with people, I actually start with brain chemistry and nutrition. I have a cleanse that I've created because if you want to go do amazing things, you got to think about the foundation to, uh, to have success. So that's something that I do that's, that's very unique is say, let's look, because if you're not operating on all cylinders, how do you go forward? I, I do in that vein of, of really being open and sharing um, part of what brought me to the level of clarity that I have today. I touched on it just briefly, but let's, let's go here for a minute. So I, I came into all kinds of alternative things in my, I guess, early forties. And from that, that's where the book came from. And then from the book, I'm like, okay, I want to go speak. I want to go help these teens and these college students and, and all of this. Well, I, um, and here's another funny. So all of this positivity came when I saw a movie called Pollyanna when I was a little girl. I didn't know why I loved the movie. Now I do, right? That was the first time I was being exposed to this whole positive attitude thing. And uh, so I loved that movie. And uh, so as, as I went through that, I just kept going, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. I'm doing all these things, but it wasn't happening. It just wasn't happening. And I rode this thing to the ground, Maya, because I felt I hadn't tried hard enough. So I spent six years attempting to build, I'll call it version 1.0 of my business to help teens. Now, I helped a lot of people find their healing. That's the word I use from their eating disorders. Because again, I focus on what's going on in the body. I focus on where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Not the behavior. We won't go, we won't go into that, but I ended up losing my home. I ended up $150,000 in debt, literally living on oatmeal and popcorn. Um, I had a Malamute who died at the age of six. And I firmly believe she, I, I couldn't have fed her the next year. Wow. I mean, that bad. So uh, I ended up, you know, that's, that's the wake up call, right? So I said, okay, this isn't apparently what I'm supposed to be doing. And I started interviewing women and talking to women about what it was I could bring them that they really needed. And I went and got uh, a J-O-B. The first one was selling ads for hotels, little three ring binders, most humiliating, demeaning, thankless job you ever wanted to have. But I started to make a little money, Mm -hmm. make a little money. My confidence started to build. And uh, then I just said, you know, I've, I've got to, I've got to do a financial reset. So I went back to corporate. I had spent a long time in sales for tech, tech sales. Um, and I didn't do that. I went back into program management. People always ask, so I'll toss it in. So I'm back into program management so I could continue to do what I was doing. Paid off the debt, two years, 150,000 paid it off in two years. Way to go. That's awesome. I was, yeah, thank you. I was driving by and I see this new housing development and, and, and I went, hmm, ended up moving into a brand new home that I built. 
And then I set a goal. I said, you know, all I've done is save money, pay off the debt. I, I don't have anything in savings. A girl needs some clothes. You know, what am I going to do? So I yeah. set to double my monthly income because, again, I was pulling double duty, full-time here, full-time here. And I doubled my monthly income in the course of two years. That's this is say there are no limits. Now, how did that happen? I started working on my beliefs about money. Going back and looking at all that crap that got fed into me from all over, right? I started looking at beliefs about myself. I found this whole thing about, you know, what's my zone of genius? What are my superpowers? What am I really good at? Not that nobody else in the world has it, but you know what? I'm an amazing speaker. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm an amazing speaker. The work I do with people when when I work with them directly is amazing what they're able to accomplish. It just took me stepping up to go, you're really good at this. Go yes. with it. And, and then everything changed. So after six and a half years of double duty, I went back on my own. So yeah. congratulations. Yeah, that's, 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 that's amazing. The, that's the deep, dark secret right there. But, you know, again, I appreciate you being vulnerable because a lot of people will come to me or write me messages or, you know, voice messages or just come up to me and say, thank you for being vulnerable because it's ironic because I think people associate, you know, weakness with vulnerability, yeah. but it's actually false. And we always are, are the people we aspire to be like, or the people we admire are the most vulnerable people out there. Right. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing yeah. that because that's how we get inspired. We want right. to see people that are in these incredible positions and are doing incredible things. We want to know that they failed and that they sucked at something and that they really fell on their face. And that's why it's so important for me to share the times I've fallen on my face and know why life wasn't perfect cheerleader and I didn't have the perfect job all the time and things were really tough. And I so appreciate you sharing that story because the first time out the gate, guys, you're not going to become a millionaire with the first thing you do. It doesn't right. happen. It does right. not happen. Not even Bill Gates, not even Steve Jobs, not even these guys that you see out there. No. So it's about finding yourself. And I love that you're saying that. And, you know, you can say all these mantras all day long. What do you actually believe about yourself is, is what right. you're getting at. And I right. love that you're saying that because that's so huge because if you don't actually believe it, yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was, you know, positive Pollyanna when I started my business, it's going to work. It's going to work. You know, I had three speeches in one week. I'm like, okay, I'm off. And, you know, and that wasn't it. But what did I do? I start beating up on myself. Oh, I haven't tried hard enough. I haven't worked hard enough. I must stick at this for more. And, you know, so now I look and I see how that was just all part of the path. Here's the thing that as women, we're not very good at. It's just, you know, you put it out there. What is it I want? I deserve it. This is about, and, and one of my clients whose story is really powerful said, you know, you helped me to see that I was standing in my own way. I needed permission to speak up. I was able to give her that permission to speak up. But we often stop ourselves because we're second guessing. We're thinking we haven't tried hard enough. Let me get out the, you know, wet noodle and do 50 more lashes. And, and, you know, I, I, in this, uh, in this Amplify Your Voice class that I teach, the fourth week is called, I call it Love, Love Me Do, Taking Care of You. And oh my that, God, that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> it's often the most popular because they are having time to focus on themselves. I was just coaching 
17 female principals through COVID, I mean, crazy COVID stuff because they were in the middle of mask mandates and, you know, parents are mad at them and they're not the one, I mean, what they've been through is crazy. But they would come to class and go, oh my gosh. I, and I'm like, I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. Why are you here? I needed to detox. I knew you're going to help me with my energy today. We don't give ourselves time to be strategic, time to breathe, time to just, you know, sit. And that to me is, is very, very important. It's tuning in, whether you're praying, whether you're meditating, how deep breathing, whatever it is you're doing, if you're not taking any time during the day. So I have, I, I have this whole thing about morning mindset. Anybody that I talk to, I'm talking about morning mindset. Uh, and, and if you don't start there, you're just off to the races. If you're yes. not intentional about your day, if you're not, you know, so, so quick, shameless plug, but I mean it more about the morning mindset than the plug. I, my, my pandemic baby is called the Grata Journal. So it's a combination of gratitude and journaling. How do I want to show up today? What am I grateful for this morning? What emotions are up? What do I want to complete? And, and just giving people that aren't used to taking that time in the morning kind of a script to follow. It's a little spiral journal. So, you know, as we said, I have lots of things going. So not, uh, but, but that's, that's how important some of these basic things are to get to your voice, slowing down, tuning in, and then thinking about where do I want to go? Because how am I going to get to the next level if I'm not planning it and if I don't believe in myself? So there's a lot behind that, but that's really, those are really kind of the stepping stones. Yeah, I agree completely. I, what, something that was really fascinating to me, I'm not a morning person at all. I am a night owl. This is the wolf in too. me. <laughs> this is yep, the wolf I am too. Okay, so we're wolf packed together, Lori. So but, you know, when I do wake up in the morning, I really set an intention this year to start, I start with morning meditation and it's me, this, okay, guys, here's the, you know, the Intel for Maya now. Um, it's my voice. It's this app. It's not a shameless plug. I have nothing to do with this app at all, but it's think, it's think up, I think is the app. Um, and you record yourself. Because I guess yep. your subconscious, and Lori, you can weigh in on this, give your opinion. That's what this mm-hmm. show is about. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's better if it's your voice because it's your subconscious talking to yourself. So I recorded all these different things that I struggle with and I listen to it in the morning. That's my beginning meditation. And then I sit with myself and I and I journal and I talk about what I'm grateful for, my hopes. like what, And it's really surprising it has literally changed my life. And now yeah. I'm so obsessed with it. I yeah. do it before I go to bed too. I'm so obsessed. Yeah. But it changes my day because I'm not perfect. So some days I'm like, oh man, my dogs need to go out real quick. You know, I'm like, nope, I put myself right back in bed and I get yeah. back in the zone and I do it because I can tell the difference in my energy, my yes. frequency. I mean, I would love your opinion on that, but my day is totally different if I don't start that way. Yeah. And this is, I, this is what I bring everyone into. And I have sometimes somebody I'm working with will go, oh my goodness, you're right. I forgot. I haven't been doing that. And they get back into it. And the second time they're like, how did I let this go? Yeah. So, so affirmations, Arlene Taylor is a gal that I got somehow introduced to from my father. So I've studied all kinds of mindset and success and, and quick squirrel. I've also studied all kinds of successful people. And everybody that's successful had that, you know, crash and burn. I mean, Brad Pitt packed up the car and 
And uh, what was it I read recently? He was he was uh, moving furniture, delivering furniture. Right? We've all done that. But anyway, the the affirmations that we say are the programming language of the brain. This is how Arlene says it. And it's like if you've ever written any code for a web page or anything, you want to change what shows up, you change what? The, the code, the language. So that's what affirmations do. Affirmations are positive statements. Affirmations are repeated. Anything that's repeated gets reinforced. So whether you got the message, oh my gosh, honey, you can do anything you want. We'll always be here to support you. One belief. You are such a loser. You're horrible. You're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to be as big as your sister, as good as your sister, excuse me. That, that's a completely different set of beliefs, right? Yeah. We have that ability to shift that. And how do we do it? We can say affirmations out loud. We can visualize. We can go, you and I could go a whole, whole nother podcast on visualizing, but I can yeah. tell you story about that. And recording it and listening is also a great way. So there's different methods um, that I use. But one fun thing about recording affirmations is you can say it in first person and third person. And that's really helpful for your subconscious. So, and one quick thing I want to add while we're on the subconscious, your subconscious, A, is a goal-seeking missile. So whatever is in there, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're saying, whatever images are in your brain, that's what it's, it's like, oh, okay, that's what you want. I'm going after that. Your subconscious is not analytical. Example, don't think of a pink elephant. What happened, right? You're thinking of it, yeah. <laughs> now you have to go, okay, don't think of a pink, your conscious mind has to go, don't think of a pink elephant. Your subconscious mind acts on what's in the brain, which is why it's so critical. And it's also critical who you hang out with. So if I can take this one quick step further, you mentioned we talked about dogs and wolves. If you've ever walked a dog, you know what energy is. Your energy goes right down that leash, right? Your energy goes right down that leash. So if you have a timid dog and, and you're not being confident with it, the timid dog gets what? Aggressive, scared. So energy precedes you. We are all energy. Many of us are not tuned into it but we're all about energy. And that's why it's so important to get grounded and establish that mindset first thing in the morning. Yeah, very well said, Lori. I mean, it's literally life-changing for me. I didn't know about the first person and the third person. So I'm gonna have to mix it up and mix them together. I'm gonna mention that for you, yeah. Yeah, I so love it's, that. It's, so it's like, I am so happy and confident now that I'm reaching my monthly goals. Maya, you are so, you know, and then taking it that way. Oh, yes. I can't wait to mix this together now. Okay, I've got like homework myself and you guys are there too. you go. Awesome. Lori, this is, I mean, we could talk for like two, three hours. This is incredible. Um, this is awesome. Is there any like last piece? I mean, again, we could talk for another hour or two, but <laughs> um, we'll have to have you back. But um, tell us some, a couple, like one or two pieces of, of advice that you would give to my listeners as they're stepping into leadership for the first time, or if they're in leadership right now, which a lot of them are, um, what advice would you give them? You've given so much already, but what are some things you would tell them? So one thing that I would say to a younger gal that is stepping into leadership is to act with confidence. None of us have all the answers. 
Being indecisive is a sign of low self-esteem. So begin to make decisions, even if it's about, so I'm vegan. I was in sales for years and I had some clients that were so cool. They go, oh, I just found out about, and back then I was just vegetarian. They're like, oh, I found this new vegetarian restaurant. Let's go there. I had to be prescriptive about that, or I would end up in a place where there was nothing on the menu for me to eat, right? So be decisive. Say, I would like to go here. I would like to do this. I would like to wear, practice being decisive exercising that muscle will make it stronger. Make a decision. If the decision didn't work out, guess what you get to do? You get to adjust. So I just did a little video last week. So one of my ongoing jokes is that I'm in Thomas Edison mode. I haven't failed. I found 10,000 ways it didn't work. Okay, so I just tried this. Guess what? Didn't work. Okay, I'm in Thomas Edison mode. Now what can I do? I love it. and getting caught up, beating yourself up, berating yourself, finish off the haagen or the bottle of wine. Don't, don't go there. Stop and go, okay. And this is a can-filled you know, thing that I'll throw in. What's the opportunity that this is? Where can I go from here? Because, and this sounds so trite, but it's true. Every problem is an opportunity. It's just how you respond to that. So the events in your life plus your response to those events determine your outcome. That's a little formula, E plus R equals O. Some of your listeners may have heard that. It's been around for a while. But it's really about how you respond. And here's the cool thing. The more in tune you are, the more aware you are, you'll be able to react or respond. React doesn't always go so well. Responding is like, okay. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm fairly analytical. So in the corporate world, if somebody was all up in my business, I'd be like, okay, I'm not talking about this now. I'll, I'll be back to you in a day or two when I've decided what I want to say, right? I, I just kind of close down when somebody starts screaming at me because of my, you know, things that happened when I grew up. I'm better about it now, but at that point in time, I was like, you're screaming at me. I'm just like, curtains drawn. I'm gone. I'm not even here. So it's really, really important to... Like I said, be, learn how to be decisive. Learn how to, if you're going to go all in, it's kind of like golf. If any of your listeners play golf, make a commitment. If you don't commit to the shot, it's not going to go where you want it to go. You don't make a commitment to your decision and lead through influence. Here's the other thing. You want people to follow you because you're influential. You don't want people to follow you because you're annoying because you beat them down because you tell them you better, you know, we don't want that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's such great advice. I love that. And I relate to that too. Yes. I'm hyper analytical to a point where, where it would paralyze me. I knew exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking. I'm a Virgo Lori. Okay. I'm like an overthinker as they have, as they come. Okay. Like big time. And that's something that. I think can come in handy, but it's also something you need to balance, right? So mm-hmm. it did help me not to um, be so reactive in the corporate yeah. world, but it would paralyze me, right? So I had to learn the balance. Mm-hmm. It was good because when you had those, you know, hotheads in corporate America, right. you would come back, but sometimes you wouldn't come back in a timely fashion. So uh, balancing that. So you guys are getting lots of advice on this right now, but I think that's wonderful advice, have the confidence. And you know what you can, I started to practice this. Here's a tad to this as well, like at home, like with my partner. So, Uh and like my husband now, but like when I was first getting into this, like 
we aren't always decisive with like as women, right? We'll be like, oh, whatever you want, hon. We'll go eat where you want. Like, no, be decisive. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, what do you want Mexican or Chinese or whatever? If you don't feel like Chinese, say you want, I want a Mexican right. and I want a skinny margarita right. and this is where we're going. Start, start it at home or start it with your friends. Like learn how to do that because to your point, what you brought up earlier, it trickles into every aspect of your life. So if you can make a habit in certain areas of your life, you grow more confident in every area of your life. So I love that you brought that up earlier mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great yeah. advice. Lori, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on today. Let's talk about where we can find you because you're doing so much for women and their confidence. So you just started your program. Now, when is the next time you'll do your program and tell us the name again? Oh, so amplify your voice, empower your life is a four week power class. So it's a real, you know, kick in the seat of the pants. So we just started one now. I'll be doing another one uh, in September. It'll kick off in September, but I prepared something uh, I shared with you. This, this uh, podcast uh, gave me the nudge I needed to do something I've been gonna, right? So I want to invite ladies to visit voiceconfidencequiz.com. So voiceconfidencequiz.com. And that's just a thing to look at. Answer some of those things because awareness is the first step. So you can fill that out and, and look at those responses, see what they are. Then, you know, if, if you want to have a quick chat with me, you can do that. There's no pressure to do that at all. My website is laurihansoninternational.com. Um, you'll probably put it out there, right? Because it's L O R Lori Hansen, and then Hansen with an O. Otherwise, it's a big spelling bee, but it's laurihansoninternational.com. <laughs> uh, you probably also find me if you just Google the success whisperer. I love that. Lots of, yeah, lots of uh, things out there. I'm doing more in the way of videos. If, if you're interested, I do a little thing called Daily Dose. You can find Daily Dose on Twitter. My uh, younger virtual assistant got me to go on Instagram after many, many years. Uh, so I, it, it's just a quick morning message. Sometimes it's about nutrition, sometimes about mindset, um, all, all the kinds of things that I, that I love to play with. So again, part of that is just being that light and and being out there and letting women know so many of us go through such a rough time growing up, but here's the thing. That's the experience you need to become the woman you're here to be. Love it. Through Love it. All of that to bring you where you're supposed to be. And, um, you know, if you can just honor that and understand it's part of the game. And if you have a bad day, I'm like, okay, let's get it all over with today. Come on, let's get it all over with today so I can reset again tomorrow. But allow yourself to be in that space. I want to throw one last thing in. As women, we tend to hide our emotions, bulimic, right? We tend to hide our emotions. It's okay to feel the emotions. Just don't stay there. Feel it, get it out, be angry. I mean, and and then move on instead of stuffing it down with with whatever your mechanism is. I spent over 40 years of my life numbing out. I don't recommend it at all. So it took a long time to learn how to feel after that. And it's so empowering to say, this is how I feel. This is what I'm feeling right now. And right now you're going to love hanging out with me because I'm feeling, you know, whoever it is you're talking with or wherever you're you're showing up. Confidence, confidence is such a beautiful thing, isn't it? 
It really, I mean, and you just radiate it. And that's incredible advice again. Yeah, don't be afraid to feel. And again, this is, again, we're talking about being confident, being vulnerable. And it's not always easy in the beginning, but once you get the hang of it, it's kind of infectious. You kind of just want it. Yep, it's like working out. It's like your muscles, right? Lori, this advice is absolutely incredible. We will put this in the show notes, the links, the confidence quiz. Thank you so much for letting us take this. This is so awesome. You are an amazing person to connect with. We'll follow you on all the platforms. We got to have you back. Thank you so much for being here today. Our success whisperer, Lori Hansen, you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Totally enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.